Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to a, uh, another Bradley Basics podcast. Uh, we've got uh, Mike Shaheen here. So Mike Shaheen Podcast 2.0, I'm going to call this one. So we're just going to do a little follow-up with Mike about uh, you know the real estate market, kind of what he's been seeing out there and what he's been doing. Uh, Mike has got the third most uh, downloaded podcast, the first one on uh, Bradley Basics, and I really appreciate you being a part of it, Mike, because it kind of got off the ground like when I was when we did our podcast, a lot of the young people I was speaking to are really interested about real estate. So I think that really draw drew a lot, excuse me, drew a lot of people to the, the channel. And, and, and we've got, believe it or not, even with the two I've done with Greg, we've got over 1700 downloads That's all awesome. in. So, and, and, uh, just did a great one with, uh, Jacqueline Lennox. She's a gal that's right in the, the mix of college right now. And then before that one, I did with one with uh, Mark Kolakowski, which gave you a book to, to share with your Thank you. with your kids and stuff. And and, and he uh, had a good game plan of when you do a follow-up podcast with someone that you've done a podcast with, he, he kind of listed out an approach. And we're going to go through that approach. So Great. how are you doing, Mike? I'm doing very good. It's been a... Looking good. Thank you. Thank you. Looking really lean like we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I shed a couple pounds over the last year. What did you say? I, you, Ten pounds, you said? Yeah, yep, yeah, pretty much. I was one seventy six for a while. Just never could. It was for years. Mm-hmm. I was either between one seventy four, one seventy eight. Just depends what time of the day. And then uh, the diet switched up a little bit last year. Uh, my wife started eating really, really healthy, and mm-hmm. I just started feeding off of that. And uh, I started running a lot more during the pandemic. Oh just wow! Because yeah, you know, gyms were closed. Yeah, and just trying to do something different. Going old school. Yeah, going old school. Hit, going to the high school. Hit, hit, hitting the pavement. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I uh, just uh, next thing you know, I just every month I was like, whoa, I'm like below 170. And so uh, yeah, I've, dro- I've dropped some weight. I feel good, but yeah, I just got some weird, uh, weird little injuries happening here and there that just kind of pop. Yeah, up. we talk uh, about your finger. That's weird. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So it's 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 all good though. But I uh, well, you'll power through it. Yeah, it's just. It's not killing me, so it's making me strong. I'll uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be back on the ice in no time playing hockey again. So <laughs> yeah, well, like I said, we got, we have that shinny going at uh, in Middletown. We're gonna try to get that going again uh, next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you can you can come. So yeah, all right, cool. That's that's awesome. So yeah, I put together the five questions I texted to him right before you got here. Uh, yeah, so we're just gonna walk through them. Uh, what's the current state of the real estate market? It's it's been really uh, uh, eye opening. I mean, since we last talked, it was, I think we did our last podcast in July. Yes. So we were, we were coming out of the, the, the dark time of the pandemic where, you know, everybody was kind of locked down and things were starting to open up a little bit and people were finding a way to get their business done. And, uh, I tell you, it's, it's been just so crazy. Uh, it's a huge seller's market right now. Okay. It doesn't take, uh, take a lot to, to find that in the news somewhere it's, it's define a seller's market just so everybody so understands. yeah so seller's market is uh really a time when uh, if you're looking to sell your home you have a you have a lot of leverage compared to uh other times mm-hmm. so uh right now there's so there's leverage a lot being, of, by leverage i mean yeah you know you're putting your house on the market um there is not a lot of competition out there for houses in your price point because the inventory is really low okay so you have a lot of buyers uh you know this house hits the mls mls listing uh site and goes out to a lot of buyers and those buyers are like piranhas on it and uh you know not that you can have your way as a seller but you just have a lot more leverage Mm. than you would have if it was a little bit more of a balanced 
I call like a fair market where you have equal number of buyers and sellers out there and everybody's, mm-hmm. everything's copacetic right now. It's like very unfair for buyers. And I kind of, I actually feel sorry. And, 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 and I feel bad for a lot of my buyers because it's really hard to find something without like going out of your budget and taking on additional risks that you mm-hmm. normally wouldn't do when you're buying a house. So it's, uh, and I can get into that more details if you want, but it's 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 yeah. really been eye opening for me because uh, you know you have to be creative, and I have I've had a few listings, so I've seen like the easy side of that part of the market where mm-hmm. you have a listing and you put it on and you just sit back and you have a lot of activity coming through with you know you have agents texting you this or that like um, it could be many different questions, but they try to you know the, the buying agents are trying to build. A rapport with me so that I kind of keep them in my mind. I get a little emotionally attached and you, you want to help that agent and their buyer out because they have a good story. Yeah. So they, they're, they're really trying to get creative. Some sales jobs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They have, there's a lot of salesmanship there. Uh, and, and it's all good. It's, you know, being professional and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So I, I appreciate that. Uh, but you know, I mean, I had, for example, I had a listing in Red Bank, mm-hmm. not far from where your place was off of Spring Street. Okay. Uh, this is a, a dead end street, Highland Avenue, which is just a little bit more to the north of where your con, uh, your apartment was All right. that you had. Yeah, yeah. So um, three bedroom house, uh, put it on the market at a, at a, at a fair price. We're trying to reach for the moon with the price. Just I, I recommend just put it on where we know it's going to uh, appraise properly uh so we don't have to worry about that and let let the buyers drive the price up um if they want if they want to do a bidding war that's on them so we put it on and we put on a friday and by monday we had uh, a best and final uh, which is basically a deadline that anybody that's put an offer in has a has their last chance to put in their best and final offer mm-hmm. and at that deadline, it's like, okay, you, you lay them all side by side and you, you weigh the pros and the cons of each deal because some have different um, situations. Yeah. We had 11. Like, what, off- are some, what are examples of some different situations? So, I'll, I'll, so obviously, I'll you got, obviously, you got a price like that you negotiate and, and what, you, you know, dealing, you know, the, the property that you and I worked on, I, I feel you had a real good feel for the pricing. I think, you know, the, the, the price that we put out for my, my unit. You know, it was right there. Yeah, it wasn't. You know, and it moved, and and that's that's important. You don't want to get greedy. You don't want to be yeah, do something sh- unethical. You can shoot yourself in the foot sometimes yeah, if you it, try to yeah. reach too high. Yeah, and I think that's again, it goes back to your trust and and you know the uh, you know the credibility of what you're doing, right. building your your as a real estate agent, which yeah. is important. You don't want to be perceived in the marketplace that oh yeah, there's this opportunity, people are is low inventory, so on and so forth, and you're taking advantage of people because yeah, that's and, and historically could, what. You could see that, and it's not you know. always it's not always the agent. It's a lot of times it's the it's the property owner that, that they have this. Hey, you know, my house is worth X, right? And that's okay, what the and that's the number they want. And sometimes they base it off of maybe how much how much debt is on the property, and they want to clear a certain amount so they can get onto their next goal or 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 property, whatever that next property is. Everybody's got different different goals when they're trying to sell a property, but a lot of times they're like, hey, listen, I got to clear this amount yeah. so I have enough money to to carry into the next house or I want to buy something in cash and just live without a mortgage. They want to have like, they got to clear 300,000, whatever the number is. Uh, but f- you know, so for this property, we had 11 offers, basically, basically within four days, 11 offers, 
10 of them over list price. One was full list price, which was, I was like kind of laughing. I'm like, you know, you know, it, normally that's unbelievable, but that was like a low ball offer, <laughs> which oh, is, that's how crazy it is. Wow. So, uh, you know, and, and, and these offers were, you know, 40,000 higher than list price. Wow. Uh, you know, you know, basically 10% over, over the list price. Um, so, and, and yeah, waiving, uh, certain aspects of the inspection that, uh, that a home buyer usually you know, does their due diligence and make sure the house is sound and, um, some, some of them raising, uh, waiving the appraisal, which is important too, because once you go that high, if, if they're trying to get a loan on the house as a, as a buyer, if you're trying to get a loan on the house and the house doesn't appraise, then you might have to come up with a little extra money at mm. closing to be able to, to, to get to the closing price. Um, so, you know, all these things, it's, it's pretty crazy, but a lot of different deals were structured differently, but you know, that's an example of like, that's, that is a seller's market. I mean, you know, you 11 put, offers in four days and we had, I mean, showings, I can't even, I mean, I think we had like 30 showings in two days, basically the, the Saturday and Sunday were just complete showings. I had an open house. I, my younger brother, uh, joined me just to help me out. We had, con- it was a pouring day. It was raining out. We had constant traffic in and out of the house for three hours straight. We had probably close to a hundred people come through it. Wow. Nuts. So that was about a lot of work. Yeah. A lot of work. Yeah, well, listen, I mean, it comes, you know, it comes, you know, having a listing like that, um, you know, it's, it's easy from, you're, you're assured that you're probably going to get a good price on the house from, from a, a selling perspective. Uh, but from an agent's perspective, like when you put that thing on the MLS, you better clear your schedule because you're going to have texts, phone calls, um, emails, uh, people call in just to see what's going on. Like it's it's a it's definitely a lot of activity because there's so many buyers out there. Wow. And the agents want to get in good, you know, they want to do their job right and and hey, you know, and they build that rapport with you, which is great. Uh, but yeah, it's it's crazy. And, and you know, and if you had two listings hit at the same time for some reason, you want to like list two houses. I couldn't even imagine like trying to keep everything straight, mm-hmm. right? You got to be really organized because there's a lot of activity for both, and you got to. You got to know who's going for which house. You want to be confused, so right, it, it's right. it's a lot. So that's that's the seller's market right now. I feel like it's. I want to say they're starting to show signs that it's it's backing off just a little bit, and there's been some news of that as well. So I think the uh, yeah, the interest rates have have started to come up a little bit, even though they're still really low mm-hmm. for things. You know, for, well, you got for, you have inflation, right? Inflation's yeah. you know in our business, you know, we, raw materials are becoming uh like steel and usually it was on stainless and things like that the alloys are was always been a floater every month but now on the mild steel it's starting to creep up there and we've had usually kind of like monthly price increases like excuse me that's really not what you see with mild steel so inflation is coming yeah and a way to hedge against inflation is 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 real estate so that that's that's a good investment for people yeah you know yeah absolutely and, and and so I get, yeah. So obviously you've grown a lot due to the volume, eleven offers. I mean, it's what I. So you're you're, but you're doing it. Uh, you're doing it right. You're just taking one listing, closing it, going on to the next one. Is that uh, your process? No, no, I, no. I mean, it, or I'm do just you say, have multiple? I'm just saying, like, if listings. you what I was meant by that was that if you have a listing that's going to hit, like, give it a cut. You know, I would just give it a day or two to be able to get through that initial oh, surge, surge. Okay. of of activity. Uh, okay. But you know, I mean, if you, I mean, the more listings you have right now, the the better you are. Like that's, I mean, listings okay. are like gold right now. Um, 
and and if you have buyers like that's a whole that's such a different animal now having buyers because what you have to do to try to find a property get an offer in and and like like win win the win the seller and and get to a contract like it's it's quite a, it's it's a lot and and that's been one of the challenges of the last like six months is like trying to trying to find people houses it's wow. really really hard i mean we have the price of materials is going up too, the right? Price of materials going up. Yeah, I mean, like I know, I, I think I heard someone say the other day that, like, I forget which. I mean, it might have been just a two by four, but it was like it's gone up like three times the price or something like that. Like, now, why is that? Just is that is that demand of building homes, or is it, or is there shortage I, of I, uh, wood? Or I mean, I think there, I, I there was a definitely a, a labor issue going on last last summer because of the pandemic. Uh, there was a few, na- you know, national disasters with hurricanes and stuff like that. There were the fires. All that stuff contributes to price increase. I know for for wood, mm-hmm. um, and like that's, and I'm sure also there's like there's this home shortage right now, and 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 companies are probably out there like the big companies are probably out there trying to pump out more homes to satisfy the demand. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, I think inventories. For this time of year, as at a, like record lows, hmm. you know, it's you have half as many houses on the market now as you did, did this time last year. Yeah, so and, right now, it's, excuse me, so not to interrupt you. So yeah. Right now is like a really popular time, obviously because it's warmer out. Yeah, well, yeah, so yeah it's right. Spring, yeah, yeah, this is the spring market, and real estate's always like, hey, it starts getting nice out. Mm-hmm. You know, the the flowers are blooming, yada yada. Put my house on the market; it looks a little nicer. Mulch it. It's mm-hmm. always a good time, and and it gives people time to like buy a house set it up and get ready. And a lot of times people factor in school years and all that stuff for the kids. So they want to get in, you know, to a house, you know, basically the beginning of the summer. So they're ready to jump into school mm, in, the, in right, September. Right. So it, a lot of, you know, obviously there's a lot of different other factors too, but those are like some of the big ones that I think cause people to want to buy a house or mm-hmm. list a house this time of year. And uh, so, yeah, so the, the inventory is half as much as it was. And the demand right now has been so high because, Money's still cheap with the, with interest rates low, so so money's really affordable. And are we still like from the first podcast? You said there's a there was definitely like a kind of a, a lot of people leaving the city. Is oh, that yeah. still the case? Oh God, yeah, yeah. Is, I, that, I, is I, that increased or I, decreased? I feel like it's it's just has it's stayed steady. I mean, I feel like now like people are still looking. Um, I have a couple buyers that live up in like Hoboken in New York that are still interested in getting down here. They rent up there, um, and. It's tough because they got to find time to come down here when when a, when a listing hits that fits their parameters. Like, hey, this just this just hit the market. Um, how soon can you get down here? <laughs> you know, and right, it's, right. It's not and it's not easy. And they got to come down and they got to be as a buyer now. You have to be ready to strike. Uh, with you got to you know you got to make sure you have, you're pre-approved. Uh, you got to have all your ducks in a row. So when your offer is sitting on the table next wow. to two or three other offers. The, the seller sitting there going, oh, that one looks the best. It's the most sure thing. It's the best price. So they're, you know, that's yeah. what they're looking at. They want a sure thing yeah, with so the least amount of variables. Close, yeah. 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 Um, quick close cash offers are, are huge now, but you know, not everybody's in that position to do, to do something like that. But yeah. some people are. I mean, you get at certain price points, if you're like under 600000 in our area, you put a house on the market, you're going to get some cash offers. And like, that's hard to, you know, that's hard to, uh, Amazing. uh, disregard when you when you, i mean you could look at that versus someone who's putting only 10 percent down or 20 percent down yeah. on, on the house like, right you know you're gonna take the cash offer all day long right exactly so, even if it's a, even if it's a little less price yeah you know? right 
Well, I, what about the city? Do you see any like the other way? Right, there's opportunity in the city. I, my buddy Greg Connors, mm-hmm. who who helps with the podcast, he and he and his uh, girlfriend are closing on a on a condo. Oh yeah, at the I price mean, of the price, of the, and also his brother uh, is also you know he's engaged. Uh, mm-hmm. He he and his fiance are they they're already in there. They've already closed a great great looking place. I'm, yeah. I'm really lo- looking forward to going up there and and uh, seeing what they're. Uh, you know how all these places look, but he he's able to get like a pretty decent condo, and so that's that's what he's doing. Yeah, so it might be some opportunity the other there's, way. There's definitely you know? got there's got to be opportunity up there. Uh, you know, he doesn't have a family and stuff like that, but you know he's uh, right in the mix. And, and and I mean, I told him it's, I've been out here what since '97. I, I and New York City's never been on sale, so yeah, you know, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I would call it on buy, sale, but I mean, yeah, you know, you got low, sell high. Yeah, watch then, what you're doing walking around, but. <laughs> Yeah, at certain yeah. times, but you know, you know, that's where the street smarts come in, eh? Yeah, yep, that's right. <laughs> so, but yeah, there's there's definitely opportunity, and there, you know, there's no doubt that that the exodus I think we spoke of in July is is still happening, um, and I mean, I, I mean, there's I think it's always happening, but it's just totally pumped up because of the pandemic and people wanted to to be outside more. I mean, it may die. It's you know, I'm sure it'll die off at some point, and everything will go back to normal, but. Uh, but we still have low inventory. So mm-hmm. it's like you still have this huge disparity between the number of buyers and the number of sellers. And as long as that happens, it's going to be a seller's market now. Wow. Um, I don't know. Well, it sounds like you're managing it pretty well. Well, you do, you know, with, with each situation, there's opportunity for me, right, as a real estate agent to grow my business. So when I have one house that's listed, I have that open house with 100, pe- 100 buyers coming in. 50 of them probably have an agent that they're working with that they're just coming through to see the house. The agent's not around and that's fine. So that, you know, they have someone, but 50, 50 people are coming through that don't have an agent. Oh, wow. So I can develop a relationship with those people as buyers and help them find their house. If that house doesn't work for them, like, let me know what you're looking for. And, and I've reached out, I think I have three different buyers from that particular house that I'm working with now. Mm -hmm. So you know, like it may take a time for me to find them a house, but even if it takes a year, like the market will change, mm-hmm. and it, and I expect that this time next year it'll be in a healthier situation for buyers that they can secure a house a little bit easier than it is now. And those buyers, I hope I'll be able to find them a product that they like, and and they'll you know be a happy customer. So that's, that's, great. that's great. yeah. So there's opportunity there, even yeah. though it's a seller's market. There's Smart. all these buyers out there, so I'm trying to help those and. Uh, build my um, my prospect list of people mm-hmm. that I'm trying to find something for. It's awesome. So, yeah, it's great. Great work. Great work. So yeah, we'll go to go to uh, question two. Uh, how are your how are your real estate goals going? I, I remember on our first podcast, you had a, you had a bogey of uh, you know selling like I think ten or eleven homes or something. Yeah. So As, I so I initially so so last year was crazy because I I started with such low expectations and I set the bar pretty low because I initially was just doing it to try to get some experience and then it kind of took over uh, you know uh, it became a uh, i don't know it was like very big I, it just got bigger than i was expecting let's mm-hmm. put it that way i had started looking for i wanted to do four transactions like whether it be a buy or sell and it ended up kind of altering my goal last year and i was like i'm going to shoot for 15 right because at that because i got past four pretty pretty fast yeah <laughs> so uh, I ended up doing 12, which I'm ecstatic about wow. because my original goal was four. So, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But on the fly, I tried to, I'm like, ah, oh, if I can get the 15, there's a, uh, 
as a realtor, there's uh, certain awards you can get. And it's like the circle of excellence. It's like bronze, silver, and uh, well, oh, at and, your and real gold. estate yeah. agent. So Agency? like bronze was like fifteen, you know, fifteen homes. I was oh, like, wow. I was like, oh, if I can get to that as my bronze. first year, that'd be huge. So you get a medal. I, you get like a little, you know, you probably get like a, like little, a little plaque or something. I, I don't know. I haven't gotten it yet. Oh, but. <laughs> oh okay, all right, all right. <laughs> but uh, but I was just like, you know, not that I was looking for that circle of excellence, but I was like, oh, it would just be cool if I can yeah. get to that level. I didn't get there, but I know, like, it, listen, I tried. I I, I definitely it's... did a lot more than I was expecting last last year. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, so this, so now now we're here in this year, and I'm looking to definitely do 15, like flat out from the start. I'm like, okay, 15 is my goal, five million in sales. Both those kind of like you know work together. Um, and as of right now, I'm at four closed. I'm already at almost I think 2.3 million in sales mm. with those. Wow. Um, and I have two to three more closing in April. Wow. So at the end of you know the you know, basically at the end of April, I'll be close to halfway to my goal. I'll definitely monetarily be higher than than halfway. But I think as far as the units I'm selling, I, I should be at six or seven if, if one of them gets delayed a little bit. So yeah, do you have the listings uh, lined up? Though you got to get the listings. These are right? uh, yeah. So these are these are listings that have uh, that are that are due to close. That one Red Bank is going to close mm-hmm. uh, by the end of the month. The one they had eleven offers. Yes, and then I have uh, Joe Candelosi's father. He's he's finally got his house. Oh uh, yeah, all squared away. Yeah, that, that one's old when, man. When, we, when we get when we get to the part about uh, things that haven't gone according to plan, we'll talk more about that one. But <laughs> uh, but his is due to close at the end of the month, uh, so that seems like a sure thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I have a, a rental also for my buddy's uh, uncle. Uh, who's moving up from Florida? He, he wanted to get a place close to uh, like Monmouth Beach, and I was able to find him a rental in there. So that counts too. So that's a unit, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Leases, leases are. Is that is that is that a tally towards the bronze medal? Yeah, absolutely, oh, sweet. absolutely. It's not a lot monetarily, but it's a unit, and that's all that counts, right? Yeah. yeah. But um, it's uh, you know, rentals are interesting too because uh, you're not doing you're not really doing it for the money. It's like it's like a future a future buyer mm-hmm. that, that you might have because uh, you don't really get paid a lot out of, out of a rental. You get like, you know, you split like a half a month's rent with, with the other agent and, yeah. and that's that. But, um, but you know, one day that, that, that guy, you know, maybe a year from now, he may be looking to buy a house now. Mm-hmm. And, and so you, you, you build that relationship. It's like uh, this little seed you have that you plant and oh, hopefully, yeah. uh, it, it sprouts next year and you get a absolutely so so yeah it's just like an, almost like a necessary evil you just deal with all and and finding a like a, a rental space and all the stuff that goes with it with the lease and mm-hmm. the move-in it's it, it's almost more work than than buying a house well and yeah from, from the, an agent standpoint i feel like it's yeah a there's yeah, a lot of detail there's still a lease yeah. uh you know there's different requirements uh yep. credits all that stuff you know because i that's what i used to do with my place in red bank was you know i was a landlord so i would check someone's credit score and yeah it, it, you know, I could tell real quick uh, what was up with someone's credit score, right. and I had these uh, couple people I was going to rent to, and all of a sudden this third person showed up, and they were trying to like bamboozle me, and I'm like, oh, well, you know, let me see his credit score, and I was like, no, yeah. well, what do you mean? Can we have a conversation? I'm like, no, I said that's not, you know, it's not, yeah, it's not cool what you did. You didn't tell me what was up. You you weren't forthright. You weren't honest about it. And yeah, quite honestly, that's that just tells me a lot. Start you know, off on like the you wrong just. Foot. You know, things are, you know, hey, we all got 
you know, nicks and bruises and little skeletons in the closet. Yeah. But if it if it's appropriate, you need to tell somebody about it. Be honest about it. Just yeah. don't try to, you know, I'm not going to, like, I'm not an idiot. I'm yeah. going to find out. You I know? always like, thought that went a long yeah. way when I was yeah. doing uh, credit and collections. And somebody came in, they were looking to open up an account. They'd come in and be like, listen, this is yeah. know, six years ago. I went through a nasty divorce, uh, this and that. And yeah. my credit got destroyed. And, and when you, and then, you know, at least they're, at least they're upfront about it. And, and that goes a long way. It's like, you almost appreciate that more than the guy who just doesn't say anything and he's got okay credit you know it's like oh at least this guy's like facing you know he's admitted to everything and he's he's up front about well, it's it awareness it's you know that's how you solve a problem with anything in life is that you admit what's up and then you start working on it yeah and you know some some things take take whiles to work on but the first step is is is, is admitting that you have to work on it yeah not just hide yeah. it because oh, yeah. if you just hide it it's always going to be there it's like right. it's always there and don't it, drown your sorrows and, and and whine about it yeah. like uh take some yeah take, take some it. ownership you know yeah. and just be accountable and if you can do that you can work through things i mean i, I know what that's like i mean my, my you know when i was uh going through my uh divorce i mean i mean there's a bunch of stuff i found out. i was crazy but yeah. I, you know it took me a long time <laughs> but i'm i'm there and, and 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 you know with bradley basics i'll just help anybody just avoid that yeah you know and so anyways but uh, you know we i haven't got into that with anybody really yet that's not everybody else has been pretty cool with that but mm -hmm. uh back to you know planting that seed you know one of the one of the bradley basics that i have is you know hard work in the present makes future work easier yeah so that's exactly what you're doing yeah so with these you know this rapid fire of of demand and all these different variables you're mm -hmm. you're really working hard and it's just going to pay off you know yeah well i i we have so at so O'Brien's where O'Brien Realty is where I have my license at, and I think I mentioned that in the last podcast. And well, how's the commercial property they, stuff going? That you, the the property management that you're doing for your 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 family's uh, business. That's that's going that's going very good. It's been, um, yeah. We unfortunately last year we lost a good man who worked with us for a long time, and he was like our uh, handyman type of guy. He, he worked uh, for us for a long time. I, mean, I used to work with him on construction jobs back when I was in like high school. Mm -hmm. Um, his name was Jimmy and, uh, he, he passed away last year in, I believe it was like end of the summer, like mm. August, September, which was, which was really tough. He'd been sick and battling some stuff for a while, but, um, so it, that was a little bit of a challenge because, uh, I'd give him, you know, basically a task list for the month or a week and say, Hey, you got to go up to this property and, you know, there's a couple th repairs that need to be made this or that, or stop in with this tenant and see what's going on. They have mm. a problem with, a a light switch, you know, little, mm -hmm. little things like that, yeah, that, yeah. that you don't want to hire an electrician for. You just want to have somebody that can take care of it. Yeah. So replace the um, switch. I mean. So, so we, we unfortunately lost him, which, uh, definitely put a little more onus on my plate to try to learn some of those things that he did. Cause I, you know, I definitely gave him a, a decent amount of that, that work. So, um, so that's you know that that was like one little hiccup last year that that I had to. Uh, do you have a do you have a handyman guy now or? Uh, no, some? no. I mean, I, well, hey, I like be... to consider myself a pretty handy guy. So I'll I, tell you what, hey, I'm always stuff. looking to make a couple bucks, <laughs> and you know that's what I used to do at Michigan State. That's got me started. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty good at the handyman stuff. Well, so seriously, I, like, I, if there's anything, you know, if well, I have time, I'd love to. I'd love to do it. I, I like doing that work. I'll and, keep you as you my know, life. I'll keep you as my lifeline there. I'll yeah, and, and I'll be honest about it. I won't hide it. We'll take a look at the work. It's you know, if, if I can do it, if I tell you I can do it, I can do right. it. No, I mean, you know, so, some so stuff is stuff like as long as as long as I know ahead of time yeah. about it and I can plan for it, I can kind of do some of the work myself. Um, and I'm not like I actually do like that side of of work where you, you know, hey, how do you um, I don't know, like what whatever it could be. It could be, 
you know, changing a light switch or doing stuff like that. And so I've, I've learned a lot of that stuff on my own, which is kind of cool because you, know, you throw it up on YouTube and, and, you know, mm-hmm. look at a couple of videos and you learn how to do it. And then next thing you know, you're, you got another feather in your cap and it's something you could do around yeah, your yeah. own house if you want. So, um, I've had it, so I've, I've done that a little bit. So the, but the property manager overall has been really good. I mean, we've been very lucky to have, I want to say we've been very lucky, but, um, we've had still full uh tenancy so we don't have any any vacancies at the properties that that i manage Mm -hmm. uh which is great because when the pandemic hit we didn't really know what was going on with people's businesses if they were gonna you know start you know hurting financially and not Mm -hmm. being able to afford the rent but everything's gone well and uh you know that's just my kind of steady recurrent recurring work that i have each week and i have you know certain items i try to take care of during the week and then all the other gaps in my schedule Mm -hmm. i try to fill up with with you know more real estate sales mm-hmm. and just prospecting and, and it's awesome you know doing stuff like this or or just yeah right grab, grab lunch with people and yeah. just network definitely like more. definitely the podcast is great i mean a lot of people you know viewed your, your listen to your podcast so it's, it's just good for you you know you know hopefully i'm sure you're telling people too as you as you go around that yeah. you have a podcast and stuff so that's yeah. great all right so yeah we'll go to uh question three uh well, it seems like, you know, what, what is, go- what, you had a plan, you know, what is, what has gone according to plan? So, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, obviously I, you, blew I was, your num- I was, you blew your number. Yeah. Out. I was, I was leading into this before, before we started talking about the property management, but mm-hmm. so at O'Brien, we have a great group of uh, real estate agents and a, a, a few of them I really look up to because they're just hard work, working guys. Uh, and is girls La, that, Linda o- O'Connell still there? Uh, I don't recognize the name. Yeah. She's the one that I bought. The condo from I don't know she she, she's uh, really sharp okay she's in that I I think she moved I think she she, maybe she moved on to a different uh, no I'm pretty sure yeah I think I'm pretty sure that I I haven't haven't spoken to her in a while but I'm pretty sure she left and went to a a while back anyway I was just curious if you knew her yeah I I I don't know her unfortunately but um yeah so so we have a great group of people there and they have I I usually do about a, a every month I check in with. Uh, they have like a coach there. It's more of like a sales sales coach, but just mm-hmm. checks in to see how you're doing. What are you know? What are your goals? A lot of stuff we talk about here too. And I talked to him last week, and he said, "Well, he's like, uh, you know, you thought he thinks I'm doing great. Uh, you know, I'm I'm on track. I'm actually you know ahead of where I, where I should be this time of year, which is awesome. Yada yada. I'm like, okay, great. And he's like, what do you uh, attribute your success to? And I'm like, I just like quick answer was like, I, I guess I'm just lucky. I don't know. And he's like, come on, like, it's not luck. And I said, so I, I don't know. And I really, I really tried to, I've been trying to think about what it is I do that, that. It's allow, your, honor. it's your honesty. Um, and I told you that before. I think, well, thank you. That's, that's great. No, I'm serious. I, 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 I appreciate that. I, I mean, listen, I, I know that like in last, the last time we spoke, we talked about this, just, you know, the network is, is huge. And I think that's a great, one of my core foundational items that I have going mm-hmm. for me, which is great. Uh, and, and tapping into that, you know, they call it like a sphere of influence and the people around you like that, uh, are going to refer you business because they know the person you are and, and mm-hmm. you're one of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that has been, you know, something I've really been able to spring, like use as a springboard and, and get more, uh, people refer my way. Like, you know, our buddy, Joe Cangelosi, you know, he's, I was able to help him sell his place, and he referred his father to me. So um, that's that's another thing that's been been helping. Just the friends I have. Yeah. Um, 
And then also I think a lot of it is like you get these opportunities like like the listing I had where you have people coming through the door and everyone that per, every person coming to that door wants to buy a house. They're in the market to buy a house. Like don't just stand there and say hi and bye to them. Like follow up with them and, yeah. and start conversations. So I think that follow up piece is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just being organized where you don't forget about the person. So I'm throwing that person into my CRM where I'm, I'm managing my potential customers and there's, you know, I'll, I'll do a, do a phone call. I'll send an email. I do different methods of just trying to reach out and just stay, yeah. in, stay in touch. Um, let, let people know you care. Like yeah. you you have a very caring way about you. That's what we talked about before. I be, you know, believe in our first podcast and, and you know, everybody, you know, some people are experienced in real estate. Some people aren't, but good salesmanship is figuring it out where everybody sits mm-hmm. and care about that feeling and that emotion. And, and, and don't ex, you know, if one, someone, don't don't take advantage of that right yeah like like you're having this you know pandemic and there's all this you know it's a you know it's a you know a seller's market right mm-hmm. you know some of that's not lacks ethics we'll we'll try to take advantage of that and mm-hmm. and, and, and so if you listen to the podcast i did with jack lennox that one of the books i have uh read is uh you know socialism it's the um the real history from Plato to the present and, you know, it talks about socialism and that, that's not, we don't want to be in a social socialistic country, obviously, but there's one really nice section about, they studied like societies for over 5,000 years. Mm-hmm. And they just said, you know, societies go from uh, pain, productivity, um, being prosperous and then promiscuous. Mm-hmm. And when you get in that promiscuous then there's going to be, the pain's going to follow. So if right. you could stay in the productive and prosperous is what you're doing, and you can stay in there and, and not take advantage of a situation like yeah. we're in right now, right? Or advantage of somebody, mm-hmm. and just stay in there and stay humble, yeah, and, and, and have gratitude for that person coming to your open house and say, Oh, you, you're showing gratitude right away by you know, whether you realize it or not, going, Okay, they're here, they're at my open house, I'm gonna take ownership, I'm gonna get to know that person, it's an opportunity, yeah, you know, quick whatever and then that's that's what that's what's driving your business right yeah. now you know yeah, and that's I, what's going to continue to grow your business because a lot of people are just in it for the bucks yeah and they don't look at the job that way like right. they look at the job like not like a career they look at it like a oh i got to make some money yeah yeah that's yeah. not that's not a good salesperson right anyways right no but you're but you're right though you, mm-hmm. if you keep that humble side and and don't like get too big-headed with stuff uh and i'm sure that's you know people can lose sight of that if they get too big for themselves mm-hmm. and and then they get that reputation that they're just you know full of themselves or whatever right. like that that doesn't that doesn't work i'm still about service and mm-hmm. and, and getting the customer what they want value, I, always, I, always, I always have been and i try to keep that that idea like you know just like with uh suli and and renato i mean oh yeah, they, they are... it, it, you know you're you know i i you know another couple you referred my way and like, oh, she said, a- yeah, she said, not to interrupt you, but she said to, to thank you for the, because they're doing the kitchen. Yep. Whoever, whatever you worked out there, she, yeah. she's really happy with it. Yeah. And, and, you know, she, she said, you know, thanks for po- hooking me up with Mike Shaheen. Yeah. You know, yeah. She's, you know, she, she, yeah, she's, she's such a, such she's a, a nice couple. Yeah. And, and like, I, I, you know, I, and that started with me just going like, listen, I'll go out, I'll go see what they want to do. Like Sean, Sean had for your, for the listeners, Sean had referred, um, a lady, he knows, uh, very well to, to me. And she didn't seem to have any real direction how, how, or 
you know, sell her house mm-hmm. and she wanted to move down to a 55 and over. And it was like one of those things where I was just starting out just, hey, I'll go, I'll go chat with her, give her a little advice and, mm-hmm. you know, help her out a little bit. And next thing you know, her house is on the market, sold real fast for mm-hmm. more than she was listing it for, which was a great situation, cash buyer. And then we went on the hunt trying to find places. She had a very specific 55 and over that she wanted to get into. Mm-hmm. And we checked out a number of places and eventually we found one and we were able and um we were able to find this this one that was uh you know it needed a little bit of work but not a lot and they were able to get it and she was so excited th- to be able to like I finally got into the the neighborhood I wanted to be in mm-hmm. for so many years and like that's what it was about like yeah. you know it it was probably the smallest commission I've ever gotten but it made me feel so good that she was just so happy to to get to where she wanted it's almost like she had this like goal to be down there and it was like really gratifying for me to help help them they were probably the, the nicest couple that i've worked with in my uh you know in my career so it, oh, yeah. it re- really really well, nice good. yeah and, and i they, really appreciate you taking the time i mean yeah. it, it, she you know and that's the example of what i'm talking about mm-hmm. all right you could have said oh i'm not going to get a commission i'm not going to go out there you know it that when you put that out in the world about yourself, it comes back to you, you know, like it's not, you know, not, you know, there, there's a spiritual aspect of yeah. life, right? If you're someone that's trying to create positivity and mm-hmm. it's going to come back to you, like right? You're going to might get a referral or just the good name. Like yeah. she'll be going around and talking about Mike Shaheen and, and, and you know, the name and you just, it, you know, you have that, you have that good stuff assigned to your name. It just, you know, that's, it's, yeah, credibility. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I mean, to be honest, I was. You gotta manage your credibility. Ha- you get, you can't. Once you lose your credibility, as you know, I, I was talking with a younger guy uh, in the city, and there was a situation, and, and I said, I, I said, dude, you gotta, you gotta do this, this, and this. He goes, what do you mean? I said, if you don't, your credibility is gonna be shot here, bro. Yeah. Like you gotta, like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, man. Like yeah. you gotta think about these things, yeah. man. Well, what do you mean? I said, these are, you know, you gotta think about this. Stuff. I know, you, you know, you gotta think about this mm-hmm. stuff, man. Like. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Anyway, so he's yeah. Whatever. We got that. We we got the Queensboro Bridge. So, okay. like, so that's done. So, I pretty much taught him. He went. He did the whole thing by himself. So he basically, the stuff I took me about fifteen years to learn how to do, like to the nines. Like mm-hmm. I taught him within like less than three years or thereabouts, and he was able to go get a major job. And mm-hmm. and and basically that is the final bridge job for the company after twenty five years. So. We have redecked every major bridge. Wow! In this area, that's awesome. And uh, and we did it with some higher technology. Our, our competitor had a, had a stronghold, mm-hmm. had some issues, and we we went in there and did the right thing. Yep. And uh, great. You know, so taught him a lot, and and uh, but that's I I get no money for doing that. Yeah, that's a, okay. I get no sat- money for doing that. Satisfaction, but it's just like that's my reputation, and it's like. You know, so, and he was thanking me and stuff. And I said, well, don't worry about it. I said, you're going back, he's going back to corporate to do something. I said, if it mm-hmm. comes up, just be prepared to talk about this. So you don't even have to mention me. But I said, I said, no, it just solidifies to me that my process is good. Yeah. Like I can do this. Yeah. Like I, it's repeatable. You know, it's not a one-off. I didn't get lucky. It's not a one-off. Right. It's repeatable. I've done it like, he's like the fourth guy. Like, so I get more, I, I refine my process. And, yeah. And, I mean, you're- and, and then you increase, you know, you increase the productivity. Yeah. All right. When other people could do things, it increases the productivity and you get, you know, it's more prosperous. And then, you know. Yeah. I think if you get to the point where where you're teaching Mm -hmm. what you do for a living and you're actually teaching it to other people, you're, you know, you're, you're at that point in the life where you're, you're an expert, um, you're 
you're a good manager, you're a people person. And that's, I think for companies, for big companies, especially, uh, that's, that's invaluable to have someone like that, um, that mentor, right? It's mm-hmm. not like just the person who's sitting there working and, and going through all the steps. I mean, you're, you're at, you're passing on knowledge there and that's that yep. knowledge transfer is huge uh in, in in all industries right right like the guy you mentioned that uh that you know passed away unfortunately like mm-hmm. you know you know you know that i'm sure he's a very knowledgeable guy like your father too i'm sure yeah. you learn a lot from your father and yep. then that's what we have to start doing i mean it you know it's uh yeah yeah you know but so you gotta want to do it yeah some people don't want to do it some of the people don't they don't really care about the person they're working mm-hmm. with which is hey it, it, you have to accept that if you're if that if you're having to work with somebody like that but yeah. it is what it is you know yep. so yep. all right cool so we'll go to uh we'll go to uh number four uh what hasn't gone according to plan and how did you adapt well th- this one i did have to think pretty hard about because i have to say it seemed like a lot of things well i'll preface this by saying not every very few things do go according to plan and mm-hmm. i think in life in general i think we can all agree on that, yeah, that yeah um if you get something that goes according to plan, you might find yourself a little extra free time to do something else and be, or, or relax. But I feel like, um, you know, I thought long hard, I, th- I think, uh, our buddy Joe's dad's house was, was one that I was kind of taken back on because it was a 55 and it's a 55 and over sale. And I mean, when I look back, I think we just probably put it up at, on a price that was a little bit higher than it should have been initially, which, okay. you know, I, well, you we, learned there, right? And we weren't being greedy, but I feel like just based on what else was on the market and the research that I had done, we were the lowest price house out there by a good chunk of money. Uh, and, you know, like you just, you never really know, right? I mean, we had so many people. I mean, this thing listed for six months. Uh, had We had showings every single week. So people were coming through. The market is there and just nobody was really biting on it. And uh, we dropped the price, I think, twice uh, just to kind of make it a little bit more enticing. A little more, and that's what you got to do. You can't mm-hmm. just sit there and let it just sit for two months at the same price and go stagnant. So you got to keep kind of dropping it down because you want eventually someone just to bite onto it. And uh, just nobody did. And I was like, what's going on? And, and you know, here you're hearing all the stuff like, you know, everybody's getting list price. You know, we're starting to get bidding wars. This is last you know, the, the last half of last year. So from July through December. And, uh, I, I mean, I, I solicited feedback from the buy from the buying agents mm-hmm. to see what's going on and just kind of kept, I mean, one thing they kept saying was it was backed up to a busier road. Mm. And in my mind, I'm like, listen, some things are out of your control. You know, you can't, you can't move where the house is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to pick the house up and move it across the street. Uh, you got to deal with some of the challenges that property has. And, and I think maybe a people at that age, when they're buying a 55 and over, maybe they're looking for peace and quiet. They want to sit out in the back and not hear cars passing. I get it. You yeah. Know, like it, right. it, it made sense. Right. Right. Uh, not that, uh, you know, and listen, a lot of those houses over there, you got your back patio and you're backing up to someone else's house across the way, like 30 feet across the way. So you'd be out there staring at another maybe another couple having appetizers and cocktails i don't know yeah <laughs> personally i'd rather have a bank with with uh you know some trees and the occasional car going by but well not, is there an opportunity to put some you know some some trees back oh there? yeah no it, it's yeah. It, you could barely see the top of the cars it wasn't even that big of a deal but uh-huh. I, it was okay. it was crazy i'm just like well, maybe i don't know maybe right. at my at this point in my life i'd rather have a 
nobody back there because you're talking to people and see people all day long. You want to come home. You want to just kind of hang yeah, out. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Sit with the yeah. person you love and have have a glass of wine. Yeah. But, you know, you don't want to have to sit there and have a conversation with three other people <laughs> across the Yeah, courtyard. someone eyeballing you. So, yep. um, you know, that that was a little bit that, – that one just didn't go according to plan, flat, pure and simple. But the holidays came. We pulled it off the market <clears> and uh, just kind of reset things. And then, you know, come come January, middle of January, put it back on the market. Uh, basically for the same price we had it on before, and within two weeks, boom, we're under contract. So, wow. um, you know, just sometimes you just got to pull back and just realize, you know, don't, you know, don't just keep, you know, banging your head against the walls. I mean, you got to pull back and just yeah. reset things. Clear, you know. I can just imagine the conversations. Uh, you know, I, yeah, no, no, one, the audience doesn't know. Our buddy can't. Yeah. I just imagine some of the conversations. We were, we were, had, we had some. Listen, I, it, it's, it's good because his, you know, his father, um. You know, he, he, he's great, great guy. And I've known him since I was a kid, you know, playing hockey. He was one of the hockey dads in the stands all the time. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree sometimes with, <laughs> with, with Joe. But so there was times I, I definitely keep Joe in the loop with, with some of the stuff that's going on yeah. just to make sure it, it lines up. And I'm not, you know, I'm like, hey, we're, we're thinking this just so you know. And, and yeah, so he's been, you know, really responsive as, as you would expect. Uh, if you know Joe, Joe is all about res- being responsive. You're right, and, right. Uh, you know, so we're we're getting there now. Joe's helping. Well, he's out a VP, of- so he's he's no, yeah. he's no he's no uh, he's he's no bullshit. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but it's but that one was that one was a tough one. I just like definitely the the listing I had that took the longest to to go into contract. I mean, most other listings have like they're under contract within you know within two weeks. Mm-hmm. Right, like it's it just goes fast now, but uh, that one took took a lot longer. Well, that's well, that's reason. good. You so you learn, you learn, yeah, right? you, and then you go through it again and you figure out what's going on. You know, you come up with a good process. That's awesome. All right. Yeah. Uh, what are your future real estate goals? We'll go to the f- uh, fifth and final question. Uh, what What are your uh, future real estate goals, and how will your experience during during this time, you know, help accomplish them? Yeah. Well, I think you know I haven't changed much with my strategy. So I still want to keep the, uh, the property management side of business staying, you know, running as is mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, it's been great. Uh, and then as far as real estate sales, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I'm looking to do about 15 this year. That's just a, yeah, a number goal that I want to get to. Awesome, I go, man. go above it. Great. Uh, looking just to grow as much as I can each year, mm-hmm. but, but within reason, I don't want to grow too fast and get overwhelmed. I'm still a big believer of, of, I want to keep it manageable within my, within my own self, my own mm-hmm. schedule. Um, I do have, you know, and we talked about like things not going to plan. I think it's, it's always important to have a contingency plan. Mm-hmm. Um, if things get a little crazy. So, you know, I, I have talked to my, my younger brother, uh, works in, in our family business also. And he has a real estate license. He doesn't do a lot with it. He just, just has it just in case he yeah, finds something do he it wants for to a do, client. Or, right, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I've talked to him a couple of times. That's, just, a, just your, as, that's your brother that lives in the city, correct? Yes. Yep, mm-hmm. Brian. And uh, I've talked to him a couple of times just, uh, you know, if one day if this, you know, just based off of last year and how things went, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, if this starts getting a little bit out of control, I'm like, I may may ask you to help me a little bit and maybe we can maybe you can assist me with with certain things especially with like open houses like yeah if you, if you have like four or five houses on the market at once you, know, you can't be five places at one time and you know as much as the other agents like to you know help each other within my brokerage it's um it's it'd be great to have him 
help me out a little bit too. So I have that just as a backup plan um, if things start getting uh, busy. Because I tell you, it's like with all the buyers I I have right now. Well, it's customer service. You yeah, know, you can't, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. got you got to set a standard, and you got to manage that standard. So yeah, yeah, it's just smart. Yeah, it's yeah. great. And and on top of that, you know, I still have. I mean, let's not forget I have a family and, mm-hmm. and, th- and three kids are all very involved with their respective sports and activities they do. And mm-hmm. and my wife's only one person. And, she, you know, it, yeah. sometimes there's different places I've got to be at different times. And and some of the buyers I have are coming from the city. And, hey, listen, if I can't be there, I need to find someone else to, to show them this house. And, and that's where he could possibly come in and help out. But, but the overall goal is to just get to 15, you know, I would say in the next year, you know, 20, like it just, mm-hmm. just steadily grow it so that I can grow with it. Uh, I'm still like to try to do things uh, a little better each time. So I'm mm-hmm. still hoping every time I do a transaction, I, I, I have this reserve of knowledge in my head where I like, okay, I, I'm not going to waste a lot of time with this. I can kind of cut to the chase and, and do things a little more efficiently. So my brain still works like that with, with most. Well, things that's the productivity, just, the yeah, productivity just, aspect of it. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's, that's the goal. And then they're looking out, like, I still want to get to the point where, um, investing in real estate on my own could be a good place for me to be. I'd like to still make sure I have, um, a good book of business in Mm -hmm. the real estate, uh, world. So I think like, I think the last time we spoke, I was like, man, it's like three to five years out. If it keeps growing this rate, it could be you know, two to three years. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm, I'm looking to do. I'd like to be able to have a, f- a flip going on with a, you know, with, yeah. with, with somebody, I have a few people that I've talked to that. Well, you um, got all the resources. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And my father's doing it and, and he, he's always, uh, yeah. Like the place enjoyed. in Rumson you talked about. Yeah. And, and he's, he's got a couple houses that he's working in and that it's great working great for him. Cause it gives him enough work that he keep himself busy. And as it's really, how old your dad now? My dad is, 73 wow i know and he's he's pretty much working every day he i mean he he does what he he's wants old school to, man he he's does like, what he <laughs> wants to do but he is he's very much he, he has, likes what he does he loves what he does see that's that's the key that's what i was that's if you get a chance to listen to jacqueline lennox's uh, podcast she likes what she, she's already made that connection at 18 yeah. and that's just critical for young people they need to figure out what they want to do and if you can figure out what you want to do all the resources are out there i mean there's so many resources out there right now for, for, for all sorts of people. Yeah. And if you can just figure out what you want to do, you can put it all together. Like on LinkedIn, like I was t- telling around LinkedIn, like there's all these different courses you can take. Yep. Uh, I'm going to start doing that. I got to, you know, I got to, I got to look at my schedule. I got to create my plan. I got to make sure I can do it. I, mm-hmm. I you know, I got to, you know, if I say I'm going to do something myself, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to just, you know, BS it. And, right. and, but there's so many resources with the phone and the computers and, podcasts yeah. and all this other kind of stuff. So there's really, there's really, yeah, you know, not to get like some fo- old football coach, but there's, there's no excuses really. It's, it's really, and, and it's not easy to figure out what you want to do. I'm not saying it is right, but you have to put work towards that. Yeah. It's crazy as that sound. Right. So, but and, and some things aren't going to go to a corner plan. You have to adapt mm-hmm. and, and, and maybe like, you know, can just place, put it down. Realist it, regroup. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong, There's with, nothing wrong with taking re- a step back, a step and, back just and say, okay, what's t- going on here? Sharpen, yeah. sharpen the saw a little bit, right? You can't just yeah, sit there exactly. keep sawing all day long. You got to come back. You got to sharpen a little bit. Take, take a break. Mm-hmm. Take a vacation every now and then. You know, rest, rest your mind so you, re- so you're refreshed and ready to go when you get back at it. I mean, it's not, 
this constant climb up a mountain that you're going up. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be little dips and plateaus. And well, that's that's natural. That's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, one of the first uh, po- the first podcasts I did with Greg Connors, and that one's got probably the most poc- or the most downloads. Uh, that was it's kind of that's on his channel, but you know the, the concept of the turtle and the hare. Yeah, you know the yep. turtle always wins, and the hare just runs out of steam. Yeah. You know, yeah. so slow and steady wins the race. I mean, that's that's the methodology. I that's used to watch it. that cartoon all the time. And, <laughs> oh, this is kind of weird. Yeah, but you know, you gotta you yeah. gotta you gotta back. You just yeah, you know, it's all about getting steady. getting better every day. You don't have to hit it out mm-hmm. of the park. You just have to just learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. Always have something in your in your in your schedule that is that's teaching you a little bit more about uh, mm-hmm. what you do for a living. Uh, so for me, I'm. Um, Always keep my eye out for online training. Uh, there's there's a lot that comes my my way, especially with real estate. But you have this, you know, the the different systems we use for um, storing all of all our files. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, using the actual MLS website that you list your property on, and how to create uh, really good searches for your customers. So all it's all about using technology, yeah, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And I and and that's how I try productivity. To, that's how I try to manage my productivity. Is I could do more by letting the website, you know, do a little setup in the in, in the initial stages, mm-hmm. which is going to just make everything a lot easier. Yeah, in the hard work run. in the present makes future yes. work easier. Yeah. Um, so so l- learn the system, learn all the tools and the features. It's there for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Like someone designed this software to work, you know, for the yeah. for the end user better, right? So right. Like, set this stuff up, and so you know, just utilizing that technology is huge for me because. I don't have an assistant just looking out for me. You know, I don't have an assistant saying, "Oh, you know, you messed this thing up." I got to do it myself right mm-hmm. now, and and that's and that's how I'm growing. So I, I keep my eye out for all sorts of stuff. You know, just keeping in touch with the news, what's going on out there in the real estate industry. And yeah, yeah. So you know, when you're having conversations with buyers or or, or people that are looking to sell your house, uh, they're like, you know, you're ha- you're having good conversations and 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 you're knowledgeable. So mm-hmm. you you know that that goes a long way with people who aren't in the industry and you know may not have as good of a clue as I should have because I'm in the, I'm right, in the exactly. industry right so yeah yeah just get empathy you have to show empathy to people and, yep. and 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 make a lot of realize it's okay yeah and you you're you're here to help and it's great so uh I wanted to I don't think I've you know I I wanted to thank you personally for helping me out with my condo that's really worked out for me and I just sat down with my financial guys and I, I I'm basically going to you know, quit working at 55. I'm turning awesome. 50. Congratulations. Thanks, man. I turn at 50 next month. And so it's not like I'm to stop working, but I'm just going to start doing something else. So hopefully Bradley basics, what I'm doing here. And I sat down with our, our buddy ghoul and he, you know, he's a great accountant. Yeah. You know, he's unbelievable. And he basically said to me, he said, dude, you know, you, you, you got to three to five years, you've got to show a profit with, with this Bradley basics or they're going to consider it a, ha- a hobby. So yeah, I, you know, I don't know if I'm going to set that as a goal to be profitable, but I think us doing these podcasts and my ability to produce them and, and I got, you know, I got this system, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe whatever, but I just wanted to thank you for helping out, you know, my, my life goals Mm -hmm. as, uh, and that's what I'm going to do. So like I said, you know, I'm trending that way. I'm going to do the work and, and, and then, you know, basically I'll, I'll, you know, just have the opportunity to do something else if if I choose, maybe I will, maybe I won't. I don't know. Well, but should, I have options. Yeah. Right? Well, you're you're doing something you love. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you, and I I could I've always, you know, seen you as a teacher. You know, mm-hmm. and I mean you've done some coaching. You've helped out people in your work. You're you're helping out. You know, uh, 
you know, young, younger professionals find their career choice. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's great to be able to get to that point where you're, you know, you're not, you know, doing something you have to do. You're doing something you want to do. Right. And, and right. If, and if you're financially stable doing that, then more power to you. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's the goal, right? Like, you know, you want to be able to do what you want and take care of your family, take care of your, you know, whatever assets you have in your family. And that's, yeah. that's it. Yeah. One of the other, one of these Bradley bases that I came up with recently, you know, it's, uh, it's your choice of if good things or bad things happen gradually, then suddenly. Mm-hmm. All right. So good things are happening for you because you're doing good things. Yep. You know, conversely, if you're doing bad things, <laughs> bad things could yeah, happen gradually, then suddenly, and then yep. you're in trouble. Yep. You know, and uh, that can be avoided. Yep. If you just have good, and that's basically just habits, mm-hmm. good habits. Yeah. You know, and, 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 you know, so. I, I, I agree 100%. Mm-hmm. It's. You know, you, you wake up every day and you choose, you know, you have a choice to make, mm-hmm. right? So you, you you can go you go to work, you can be productive, or you can sit back and do nothing and waste away. I mean, t- you know, w- one thing, well, I'm trying to think who said, I think it was like a Kobe Bryant uh, quote. Yeah, I've seen some Kobe where, Ryan things out there it's lately. like, uh, you know, like the, the biggest mistake uh, a person can make is thinking they got got more time than they think or something like that. It's yeah, like yeah. Th- thinking you have time when, you know what? Time is short, and 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 not everything lasts as long as you think it's going to last in, yeah. in this world. So and, if you think you could just, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow, or whatever, you keep putting it off, you may not have that time. So right, you, exactly. You take action, do it today. Yeah, that's what young kids got to realize about themselves. I say that to you know every young person I kind of bump into, and I just ask them their age. Not you know, I'm not age shaming anybody. I'm, yeah. Uh, but but they're very rich in time. Yeah. And sure. if I can help them maximize that time, like I did with the guy in the city mm-hmm. I, to me that they're just further along. And I just say that to everybody. I said to a couple guys, I said, you know, my, I said to Jacqueline, I said, what would make me extremely happy is if we circle back, you know, not, not to, you know, cause what, uh, you know, that's a term flipped around immediately lately, but <laughs> not to get political. That's not when I, that's not why I said it, but, <laughs> but anyways, uh, you know, I said, said to her that, you know, if I, if, if we follow up with each other, later on in life, like at five years and I see how well you're doing that. And you know, maybe I had a little bit of a part of that, that, that would make me feel good. I mean, yeah. that's just, this, that's just what it is. I'm not looking for a paycheck. Right. You know? Well, that's, that's the satisfaction um, you're getting is you're, you're yeah. helping somebody. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and that has, you know, has a lot of value and, and you have to adapt. Everyone's different, yeah. you know, and, and it's really about them. It's, I'm just trying to build people up and it's fun for me. Yeah. So anyway, I appreciate yeah. being a part of it. And, no uh, well, listen, it's thank- another great podcast here and, uh, we're in this new, you know, podcast room, so we don't have the, the dog barking like we did last time, and yeah, no, it's been uh, you know sound a lot better. Definitely, <laughs> definitely easier to keep my attention rather than getting distracted by. A dog yeah, we had to stop that four me. times. I don't even realize that, but uh, that but was yeah, quite no, an editing job by yeah, Greg. Th- thank you too. I mean, there, you've uh, I think in the last you know year, there's definitely been a lot of uh, stuff that you know I I was able to uh, help you know help people in, that you know uh, with their real estate needs. Mm-hmm. So. Um, thank you for the, for those customers too, because those are good relationships that I have. Yeah, now no problem. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have, uh, helped and, um, you know, yeah, ha- happy to be part of this too, because yeah. I, I hope one day when you look, I look back and when you're, you know, approaching 60, you got this, uh, <laughs> huge following and you're this, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll uh, do it. I, you know, mentor I, out yeah, there I got, young you people. See, yeah, I got the wheelie unit. I got some new stands. I'm actually, we're driving down to Florida, my place in Florida. Mm-hmm. 
uh, we'll be down there for a couple of weeks. I'm going to be interviewing uh, another high-end guy. Uh, oh, that's great. Uh, for, he's the uh, CEO and president of the American Welding Society. So he used to work for uh, the company. So mm-hmm. I'm going to roll in into this world headquarters in Miami, Florida, and I'm going to oh. do a podcast with him. Oh, and, that's cool. That's exciting. And then hopefully I can get with another guy that just retired, another another real real marquee guy. Uh, mm-hmm. that uh, this guy, He's buying a new place up in Jacksonville if we could sort it out. Which, uh, hopefully I can work out the logistics. But yep. Uh, it, another thing I'm working on too with Greg is trying trying to do this thing through, uh, you know, Zoom or WebEx, and we really you know linking the MP this recording unit to the computer and do it through there and trying to figure that out. We we made it kind of a you know test run and we couldn't really get it sorted out, so I don't okay. have to figure that out T- technically. Like to your point about the software for the CR- CRM stuff, you got to figure out these technical things. So maybe I can, you know, you know, I got to expand. Not everybody can sit down like this. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. this is the best way to do it. Old school, right. sit I, down, I look at each other. Yeah, it, uh, that, that's 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 the most value. But so I got to come up with different means and methods. But um, yeah, no, I'm 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 evolving. The yeah, websites, no, the websites, uh, you know, the websites really clean. So it's mm-hmm. it's it's uh, it's great. And uh, so. Um, what else was I saying there? No, I think you're taking yeah. the show on the road. Yeah, and, show on and the road. That's, yeah, that's yeah, that's great. about you're it. Just kind of laying, lay, yeah, laying out what was going on, and and yeah, like again, I appreciate you. You're real critical getting this off the ground, Mike. So I pre- Oh, this is what I wanted to say. Uh, my buddy Greg is buying a place mm-hmm. in the city, and he he might need some work and stuff like that. Do you guys? Is that something you could help him out with? Maybe or up in the city? Yeah, on the west side. Uh, we probably there's probably not much we can help too much with that I yeah mean, he's got it, like you know he wants to do something with the kitchen and stuff like that yeah maybe i gotta I, after he closes and he gets in there i, I gotta I try to yeah. help him out you know what i mean i don't know we don't really go into the city too too often do you have anybody but, that, uh, that that that's that's good there because uh you know do you know anybody that does work in this i i don't not off the top right. of my head all right i don't um now we're, we're you know for the most part we you know as far as the building materials business we uh we supply, you know, more custom homes and stuff mm. like that. All right. Getting All into right. high rises and, you know, more, uh, mm-hmm. you know, city type buildings is not really our forte. So I don't have anybody on the top of my head. Well, I got, yeah, a couple of these. Uh, I got one guy that, that, that I got from you, uh, Roy, mm-hmm. uh, the guy that did some cabinet work. He's, uh, or, you know, maybe he can do something. So I'll figure yeah. it out. All right. I just wanted to ask you. Yeah, right. I told him I'd ask you. So I don't have a guy for that. You don't have a guy. <laughs> All right. All right. But no, no, no problem. No problem. Uh, all right, everybody. Hey, I appreciate you guys taking the time. Uh, let's do another Bradley Basics podcast. And like always, enjoy the day. All right. Take care. You too. Thanks.